You're listening to the Play, Teach, Talk podcast. I'm Tiffany Thompson, a speech pathologist with over 20 years of expertise in working with children under three years of age and their families to help them understand language and communicate more effectively. My specialty is in working with emerging communicators with few or no true words to reduce their frustration, help them interact and play with their peers and family, and learn to truly enjoy the back and forth of functional communication throughout their daily routines. This podcast is not intended to diagnose speech-language disorders, but is more of a general set of suggestions for children who are experiencing delays in their language skills. For recommendations or therapy specific to your child's needs, consultation or evaluation with a licensed speech-language pathologist in your city is highly suggested. This is season four, episode 25 of the Play Teach Talk podcast, Books Without Words. So this is a subcategory of the reading episodes. Books, of course, I'm sure as you know, are a very, very important part of learning how to talk and learning about vocabulary that you might not necessarily get in just everyday interactions. Uh, But I have a lot of kids that get from that single word level to like sometimes using maybe two or two word phrases, occasional three word phrases, I want this or, you know, brown bear or something like that. But then there's a difficulty with learning how to use those words in other contexts or in other ways. And one of the ways that I do that is some kids like to do memorizing. They want to say the last word in a line of a song or something like that. But then it's hard for them to learn to generate their own sentences. And books that don't have words in them but have very complicated backgrounds, pictures with lots of things going on, it are a really good way to prompt kids to use more words and to actually use their own attention span, their own visual interest to guide what they use words for. So I'm going to put a link to, in the show notes to a Wimmel book. I actually had a parent use this in one of the sessions and I loved it so much because the kid that I was working with was highly, highly interested in cars and transportation and vehicles. And so this particular book is all about basically vehicles, all different kinds of vehicles. And each page has a really, really busy but interesting set of things going on in it. And it had the child take time and pay attention to all of the things that were going on inside those pictures. So maybe in this picture, in this particular type of book, there is a scene on the page, on one part of the page of somebody who has a car that's broken down. And there's a person pointing to the car and then there's a person who is coming with a toolbox to fix the car. And that's a really great conversation starter to talk about what's going on on that page of the book. So it goes beyond maybe the constraints of a a story that's going to have a predictable set of words that the child is going to be using or maybe memorizing and saying back to you. And that can really help kids who tend to try to rely on the memorizing for their language. It, It breaks free of that because there's no reliance on that text at all. And when we have kids who are under like four or five, unless they just have a particular interest in reading, it's not necessary that kids actually 
have to read the words or have to listen to you reading the words and say it back to them. So um, this is a really good opportunity. You could also use it for problem solving. If you have a child who's at that two or three word phrase, phrase kind of level, then they're also starting to learn about problems. One of the things I like to ask kids at the end of Little Blue Truck, if you read through Little Blue Truck, there's a picture of all these animals that have helped the dump truck and the Little Blue Truck get out of the mud where they've been stuck. They're all dirty. They're all covered in mud and they're getting in the back of this dirty truck. So I like to ask kids, well, what's going to happen next? And the problem solving on that is that they're going to go take a bath or that we need to wash the truck or something of that, that kind. And that's kind of the first uh, way that we help kids learn how to problem solve by using books. Or I asked a little girl when I was reading through one of these books, there's a picture of two kids on skateboards. And one little kid is on the skateboard and there's another child who's sitting on the ground that has a scrape on her knee and there's an adult helping to try to put a Band-Aid on that knee. So you can ask the child, so what happened there? And, you know, I was thinking about this too. I don't, I don't know that we do this very much or if that there's a lot of guidance within books these days to, to help parents know what kind of problem-solving questions to ask. So I'd be happy to do an episode about that if you all would like me to do that. Um, and, and I mean, it, it's, it really does come from books that have more complex pictures or that tell more stories through pictures. It's a great way to, to help a child work on the language that's in their mind and not so much rely on the text that's on the page. Again, working more with that spontaneous speech and learning how to problem solve and to think about the stories that they're reading rather than just focus on the text.